welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. We all want to have a quality life, but we run into difficult situations all the time. This is the podcast to help you understand what it really means to have a quality life, and then to create and maintain that life by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more information at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. I hope that you enjoy the show and share this with your social circles. This is the seventh episode for Quality Living Made Simple Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers. I'm your host, and I thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and listen to the content that we have today. I'm excited today to be able to have Chris Licurdo with us and to be able to have him discuss and to share some things with us about preparing to go to different events and conferences and some of the things that we need to keep in mind to be able to prepare for those. But before we go to that interview, I wanted to share just a couple other things with you. And so I, if you've been following my blog, you've known that I am preparing to go to the Entree Leadership One Day event in Oklahoma City, and that is coming up April 19th. And so I'm so excited to be able to be able to go to that. And in preparation for that, I had posted on my blog that I think I might share some of the preparation tips that I discover along the way to be able to help uh, maximize the ability that I have to be able to uh, gain more information and be able to get the most out of the event. And so several people mentioned that they would love to be able to have that feedback on it. And so I'm going to go ahead and share some of that. I've received some feedback from a couple of people already giving me some advice or some things that I can do to be able to prepare for an event like this. I'm just going to go ahead and share that real quick. Uh, one came from Lily Kreitinger, and she gave some four simple tips for being able to do this. She actually just went to, I think it was the performance series, I think it was a three-day event in Nashville, and her advice was to, number one, stock up on business cards, and obviously to be able to be ready to be able to pass those out, to be able to share that with others. The number two, she said to update your online profile, so to go to all the different social media things that you have, Facebook, Twitter, and all those things, and make sure everything is up to date and everything is looking good. And then also number three, she said post something awesome on your blog. And when she said that one, I said, of course. And I said, isn't there already already everything awesome on there anyway? But anyway, moving on, number four, she said to start connecting with attendees on social media and promote the event before, during, and after. And so that is something I'm going to be working on as well. But so those are the four pieces of advice that she gave. And then there was a, another person, Kelly Tucson. She went to, I think she actually went to the Master Series a whole week event in the fall. I could be mistaken on that, but I believe that's what I heard from her. And so she gave uh, four points as well. She elaborated under each one, but I'm going to simplify it for, for for you today. So number one, she says pray. And so be able to pray throughout the days and the weeks before attending. And so this isn't a spiritual event per se, but I do still want to be able to get as much as I can 
and to have God help me be able to glean as much as I can. And so I'm going to need him and his help to be able to be able to do that. And so pray. And then number two, she says, do read the Entree Leadership book before attending. And so I have that book. I've read through it already. And so I'll be working on going back through that again. I'll actually be sharing some more about that later. Uh, number three, she says to be very intentional in preparation before the event, which uh, just this whole exercise, this whole podcast, and several other things coming this week are showing the intention that I that I have, the being intentional. Then number four, she says to meet and keep in touch with other attendees. And so just to be able to keep that in mind. So um, all those great advice, uh, pieces of advice there that we have to be able to prepare for events. I also have several other resources that I'd found online. Some of it was just kind of by accident. Some of it I actually did a little bit of searching to try to find some information. And so I'll be sharing those throughout the week also on the blog and some of my thoughts from those various articles and resources. And so you'll definitely want to make sure to take a little bit of time to come back to the blog. If you have not already or if you don't normally do that, you'll want to be able to do that so you can be able to get these other resources and the other information that will be provided there. And so you can go to qualitylivingmadesimple.com and you can be able to get the access to all of that. And if you haven't already, you can take just a short little bit of time to be able to subscribe over there on the right side. There's just a short little form there. You put your email address and you can be able to subscribe to be able to get all new content as soon as it is um, delivered. And so anyway, without any further ado, I am going to go ahead and play the interview that I had with Chris Lucurto. And so it was such a privilege to be able to have him. I interviewed him on Monday. And so I'm going to go ahead and go to that right now. All right, I am so privileged today to be able to have with me Chris Lucurto, and so many of you probably know who he is, working with Dave Ramsey so long, uh, and working with Entree Leadership, the host of the Entree Leadership podcast, and there's many of you, I'm sure, that have been following that and have been faithful listeners to that. been a faithful follower of his now since May, I believe I started really following his blog. I don't think I missed a post there since, and I've been able to receive a lot of great advice from him and then also the connections that have been made uh, as a result of his blog as well. And so a great influence in my life, I would definitely say that if there's anyone that has been the biggest influence in my life over the last year, it would be Chris Lucurto. And so I'm definitely privileged to be able to have him with us today. And so without any further ado, Chris, thank you for taking the time today. Man, it is it is an honor to be on the show, and it's an honor to hear you say something like that. That that means the world to me. So, thank you very much for that. Oh, thank you. I definitely appreciate it. And so, uh, once just go ahead. I'm sure people know about you some, but just go ahead and give us a little plug about yourself and what you want to let everybody know. Sure. Well, what I do is I, I teach leaders. I teach businesses. Uh, for years, I've run a business. I'm running two businesses currently myself. And I coach leaders. I coach uh, entrepreneurs on how to grow their business, run their business. I do a lot of strategic planning with them, which is getting inside of the business, tearing it apart, 
taking a look at everything, discovering where our problems are, discovering what we're great at, discovering what we need to focus on, and then putting them in a direction of saying, hey, listen, if we go this way, we win. That is something that is an absolute joy for me. I've done a lot of different things in my life, and I would say that this has probably been the thing that, is, that has given me the, the greatest blessings of all, being able to help people through stuff because growing up, I didn't have anybody to teach me these things. Coming through business, I didn't have anybody to teach me these things. Praise God when I got to work for Dave, I at least had a great mentor in Dave that got to show me some of this stuff, but there were still so many things we were figuring out on our own. And uh, so now at this point, I love to turn that back around and help other people. Oh, great. And so, yeah, you've done a, a fantastic job, in my opinion. I mean, I've uh, kind of looking back and uh, seeing all the different advice that you've given and uh, sprints that people have given through your blog. And so you've definitely been able to establish yourself and uh, have the great credentials guarding that. Anyway, the, per, uh, the main purpose for having you on the show today is to be able to talk about preparing for conferences, for going to some live events and things like that. I, From what I understand, you know a little something about those. I, I may know a little bit about that, yes. And so, uh, and so anyway, so we're going to uh, look at that because I have, as I've been announcing a couple times on my blog, that I'm preparing to go to Entree Leadership One Day, Oklahoma City, which let's go ahead and throw out a plug here. If there's anyone that would like to attend, tickets are still available. And so you can go to entreleadership.com, I believe, and be able to get your tickets there. I can't say exactly what the price is at the moment. And so there is a couple of prices left at the current price point that it was going to price was going to go up. But uh, definitely do that if you're in the business or leadership and you'd like to try to expand your your knowledge and your abilities in those areas. And so you can be able to do that. So anyways, I'm preparing to go there, but I've never been to an event like this at all in my life. I've been to a couple homeschool conferences, but there wasn't much preparation that I needed to do or even thought about doing. And it was just kind of a free for all. You just kind of go and I just kind of looked at the displays and stuff and sat and come to some of the things, but no real preparation. And so this is something that is fairly new to me, especially something of this level. And so I decided a little while back on my blog after I signed up for the event that I would try to find out what I can do to prepare and be able to get the most out of it. And people responded back by saying, hey, yeah, we'd love to be able to hear uh, what you come up with it and be able to share those things with us. And, and so here we are trying to uh, see what we can do and dig in. And so, uh, Chris, is there anything you'd like to start with as far as how to prepare for attending an event like this? Well, I, I think the purpose of going to an event, you've got to, you've got to grow yourself. You've got to grow your mind. You've got to continually grow your intelligence. You've got to uh, put tools in your tool belt. That's the reason why you're going to an event in the first place, hopefully. Uh, if you're going for any other reason, then... I don't understand that. But for me, when I go to events, I'm going because I want to grow me. I want to be smarter when I get done. I want to know something that I didn't know. So going into it, you've got to be prepared in saying, I've got to have my mind clear. I've got to be ready to receive. I've got to be ready to take copious notes. I am terrible. I, one thing I am terrible at because of my personality stuff, I will show up and I won't have a pen. I won't have a notepad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm such a dork. I'm here and, and I don't have anything because I'm always expecting. And maybe this is whenever I did my events, you didn't you could show up without anything. You had in, you had the stuff right in front of you. You had pens. You had stuff you can write down on. I expect that from other people. Don't expect that from other people. 
Don't expect that from other events. When you're going to an event, make sure that you have yourself ready to take tons of notes. Now, a lot of people who hear that say, I don't want to take notes. I just want to kind of listen. I want to kind of get the information. You're not going to retain the information. You can hear the information. You can come up with some great ideas. But if you're not writing some stuff down, if you're not taking some information and doing what I call mini brain dumps, where you're just you know, putting out as much information as you can, as fast as you can, then you're not going to retain that stuff. So it's not really going to matter. And you're going to waste a, a day or hours or a week, however long your event is. And you'll walk away with a couple of nuggets, but you're not going to walk away with everything that you could have gotten out of it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, personally, actually, I'm uh, getting prepared as far as taking notes. I have uh, a notebook, a specialized notebook with my own logo on it and all that as well. And so, so yeah. Nice. So, yeah, definitely taking notes. That's that's a good one there. Many brain dumps. That's definitely, uh, I've heard that, that term, a brain dump. And so... But, but yeah, so, so you're saying like, like as the event's going on that you kind of do this and you're kind of just putting stuff down as you go. Right. Um, back when I was uh, teaching entree leadership, one of the things that I would always say, every time we would go between lessons, we had a what now, a big, a big idea where you can spend a, a couple of minutes and at entree one day, you'll be able to have one minute where you get to write down as much information as you can. And what I would always tell people is, is I want you to really get everything out of your brain on paper right now for two reasons. One reason is you're about to, you know, you're going to be gone tomorrow. You're not going to be here tomorrow. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that event with Chris Licurdo was amazing. It was incredible. He did a great job. Three days from now, you'll be like, yeah, that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. That was fun. A week from now, you'd be like, Chris who? <laughs> because you're not going to retain this stuff, right? <laughs> so that's the number one thing. Make sure that you get it down. You've got the ideas right now. Get it down on paper so you can come back to your playbook. That's what I call your notes. That's your playbook. So you can come back to your notes and go, oh, this is what I was thinking. Fantastic. The other reason is, is if you're doing an event at any place that's, if it's longer than one lesson, then when the lesson is done, they're about to fill your brain with a whole new lesson. So get the stuff out on the lesson that you have, go forward with, you know, so you can have a clear brain to put a bunch more information in on the next lesson and then do another brain dump after that. Yeah, that's something I'm going to have to work on. I, I have a problem of when I get a good idea in my head that it sticks there and then I block everything out. And so I got to yep. be careful of that for myself. So that's definitely a good advice. Just go ahead and get it down, get it out move on and then you can come back to it later that's awesome absolutely you're talking about being able to have that personal growth and trying to get as much out of the things what would you would you have any suggestions as far as trying to improve on networking and things like that being able to make connections with others maybe even promotion of self-promotion or promotion of your business or do you have any yeah. advice as far along those lines i am not a great networker now people tell me i am i just don't think i am I'm not great at it, but I try. And that's the important thing. When it comes to networking, you have to realize the importance of it is that you might be able to bless somebody else, although most people think the importance of it is what can I get from somebody else. If you go into networking with people that you don't know in a large group like that, and all you're looking for is what can you get out of them or can you promote yourself to them, then chances are it's not going to go anywhere anyways. Hmm. And keep in mind that a bunch of people are doing that themselves. They are trying to push themselves. That for me is a waste of time. 
start to learn people. Go, when you get into a room like this, before an event starts, find some people, have an, have an, an idea of only spending like two and a half minutes with them. Can you go talk to somebody for a couple of minutes, ask them where they're from, you know, what they do, create, yada, 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 maybe give a little bit of information about yourself if they ask, if they don't, then no big deal. And then go on and meet somebody else. If you're going to be there for a while with them, like if, you're, if this is going to be a three-day event or a week-long event, then you're going to get time to come back around to them. The important thing is, is that it's like the used car lot deal. If I feel like you're coming after me for some reason, then I, I just don't even want to talk to you. But I feel like if I feel like you're a nice person, I felt like, man, you're somebody I'd like to talk to later on, then I'm going to come back to you and I'm going to talk to you. A buddy of mine uh, who is the greatest at networking, he's incredible at working a room. And that's what he does. He just goes and he's interested in other people. He listens to them. He asks them questions about them. And that actually makes them feel really good. And so if they want more information, they'll find out more information about him. So that's how I would do the networking. That's good. Yeah, def definitely some great advice. Yeah, I, I don't like salesmen or people that are like those salesmen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tend to shy away from them. I, I go into the stores and I, I see a salesman and I try to go the other way. In fact, <laughs> let me go ahead and share a story. Just a couple weeks ago, I had an opportunity with my wife. We didn't have our kids. We were out celebrating our anniversary. So we went out to eat. And then after we went out to eat, we had a little bit of time together. And so we're normally either so busy wrapped up in our work or school or with the kids or something like that. So we, we got done. I'm like, okay, now what? And so and so we were just driving along and we saw um, a furniture store. And we're like, well, we're planning on getting some new furniture here in the near future. And so after we get some things lined up. So we go in. And we went into one place and there, there was uh, one of the first sales that came up and uh, he was actually pretty good. He kind of hovered a little bit, but he was very informative. He didn't try to make any pressure as far as that. But then we, we went to another furniture store and we walk in, there's, there's maybe uh, 20 customers in the whole, in the entire store, but there's like 75 employees standing around mm -hmm. it's like i like okay this is a good let's go hide and so yeah i definitely no, don't like the sales salesmen that are that try to attack and try yeah. to shove stuff down your throat and so so yeah I'd, i i'm not sure if i personally will have that problem i, I tend to be more of the kind that kind of goes in stand by the wall get in my own seat and just kind of stand back and watch and so I, I i need to try to force myself to try to get out there and so hopefully yeah. I don't, hopefully I don't swing it the other way. Just look at it as the reason why people struggle with networking is because they're like, ah, oh, it's just so weird. It's awkward. I, I feel like I'm having to promote myself. Don't look at it that way. Go look at how you can learn something from somebody else. If you can do that, if you can focus on what can I learn from this person, then it'll change the whole networking process. Okay. I uh, was trying to look, uh, going over. I got some advice from some other people about some things that that I can do trying to prepare with that. And one of the things that was suggested is trying to connect with attendees even before uh, the event through different social media. Do you have any suggestions for being able to effectively being able to do that? I I sent out a couple tweets, a couple posts on LinkedIn and I never really got any response back from anyone saying, yeah, I'm going to advent too and or anything like that. Do you have any advice that maybe we can try to people can try to do to be able to improve their ability to be able to connect beforehand? Uh, I think 
it, it, just doing that alone is is a big thing. I know John Henry, who's one of the top commenters on the blog, like you are, is great at that kind of stuff. I always see him when he whenever he's going somewhere, he's always out there sending stuff to get people to meet up beforehand or meet there at an event. But I think that's the only thing you really can do. Otherwise, it becomes a little too pushy. Now, there's nothing wrong with, you know, if you just say, hey, let's meet. Well, that's weird. You know, hey, I'm going to this event. If you want to meet me, you know, let's hang out in the lobby. That's a little strange. But if you had a reason to, then that would be great. Hey, I'm going to this event. I've been reading this. I've been learning this. I'm looking forward to this. Would love to discuss this with anybody else. Get your opinions. Get your ideas. Let's meet beforehand. Have coffee in the lobby or whatever. You know, if you set up a reason for people to meet and it sounds like something that they would want to do, then that changes everything. If it's just a, hey, I'm a stalker and I want to, you know, meet you at the event, well then, of course, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to. I'm not going to want to be a part of that. I want to see that something's going on that. I'm going to learn from, I'm going to get something out of this. I want to be a part of this. Okay. Um, you, you know, your, your high dominant and influencing personality, well, your high dominant personalities probably will not show up, but your influencing may, if, if it's more of a party atmosphere, if it's more of a fun atmosphere, you know, you're, you're amiable and you're, uh, they will probably show up more than anybody because they want to just hang around. But you know, it's, it's that thing of what do I get out of this? If it's just to show up and meet somebody I don't know, and then we stand there staring at each other, feeling awkward, I'm probably not going to come. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I probably was one of those creepy stalker kind of <laughs> messages. <laughs> and so, Hey, come stare at each other in the hallway. <laughs> and so, well, with 140 characters, I, I, I'm still working on trying to, <laughs> trying to be concise and precise in, in, in what I say sometimes. And so, <laughs> I would probably set up on like a Facebook page you know, somewhere, direct people to someplace where you can put more information. Okay. Hey, I'm going to this event, um, you know, or not even a Facebook page, but it could just be a Facebook comment that you direct people to that has a lot more information that talks about it. Because you're right, the 140 characters is not a whole lot. That makes it very difficult. So set, set up something saying, hey, if you're going to this event, check this out. Hmm. You know, something to that effect that kind of drives people. What is it? I want to see, you know, I want to see what they've got to say. And then you've got an area where you can have much more information. All right. That's good. I got that down. I'm going to be setting an entree leadership one day page or something up for on Facebook. And so everybody be looking for that. All right. Another thing, a privilege I, um, I have with this one, I I sent you, Chris, a message when I first signed up for for the event. Uh, actually, I think it was the day that it came out that they said that ticks are available. I signed up right away, and then I sent you a message say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to this event and and let you know." And and then I asked if there was any way that I could be able to help at the event beforehand, after or whatever, trying to set up or anything like that. And you passed my information on to. I think it was Pete Young, and right. and so he he said, "Yep, we'll we'll let you know if we need anything and and all that." And I I sent a a little reminder email a few weeks ago saying, "Hey, just uh, touch base, and I'm willing to still help for the event if you guys need any help, things like that." I got an email last week saying, "Yeah, we'd love to be able to get your help, and you can show up at this time, uh, the day before, a couple hours, and we'll be able to knock it out." Is, is there any advice that you can give for someone that's trying to 
reach out in that way at these events to try to maybe to be able to connect with the not necessarily the attendees, but maybe some of the people that are there working and things like that. Yeah, definitely. The first thing you have to understand is if you're going to ask if you can help out, you have to plan to help out. Now, I know you, and I know that's something you're looking forward to. Some people want to come and be a part of something to help out so that they can meet somebody. Mm. And they really don't expect to go and work. Uh, when, again, back when I was at Dave's and running live events, we work. I mean, it's, it, this is an event. You're working your tail off. Uh, when people come to volunteer, we put them to work because we're expecting that they want to come and help out. Uh, and most of them do. Every now and then you'll get somebody you're like, uh, they totally just wanted to come and see if they could meet Dave or meet somebody or whatever. Um, so when you're wanting, to, if you're suggesting that you can help out at, a, at an event, plan on working. You will be working during some of the breaks, maybe during registration, maybe afterwards. Now, we were always great at taking care of our, our volunteers. We always would give them product or on some of the big events, we you know give them a nice dinner, whatever it was. Uh, we always take care of them. But if that is something that you're really interested in doing, then make sure that you're sending something in saying, listen, uh, I want to be a part of the day. I want to be able to help out in any way that I can. I'm willing to do whatever. If it is registration, if it is behind the scenes, if it is handing out, whatever that is, I'm willing to help out with that. Let me know if you need that. Then I'm going to look at that and go, wow, this is somebody who's actually serious. They do want to help. They don't want to just come and meet somebody and try and get a backstage experience by you know, being a, a volunteer for the day, and then they leave 30 minutes after they showed up. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely do it. And the great benefit is there are benefits to it. You are going to get, you know, if it's a good company putting on an event, they should uh, bless you with some things as well. Very good. Yeah, I I mean, I am kind of hoping that maybe I'll get to meet some people, but my, my purpose is to try to be able to help out and be able to bless right. them because I mean, I've gotten so much from the Entree Leadership Podcast and from the book and so forth. And so I, I definitely want to try to give back to that for what I can. And then part of that is also trying to promote it what I can as well. And so I uh, definitely want to try to help out with that. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Any other I'd, suggestions or advice that you might have for someone planning to go to an event, trying to prepare or maybe something for afterwards? Yeah. If you're going to a great event like Entree Leadership, uh, again, I it, it was one of my favorite things to do. Uh, and I keep saying, I, I, maybe I should have shared with people that I've actually started my own business and moved on a couple months ago. If you're going to go to a fantastic event like Entree Leadership, you need to be prepared to be real with yourself. Uh, if you come to a big business event that's solid, if you come to Dave's trainings, if you come to my trainings, if you come to whoever, you have to be prepared to be real with yourself. You're going to hear some things that if you can't say, crud, yeah, that's actually me. Wow, yeah, I actually struggle in that area. Then you're not going to get everything out of it you possibly can. I always told people teaching, uh, teaching business stuff like I teach is not, the fun, is not a speaker's dream. The stuff that I teach when I'm on stage is not a speaker's dream because most speakers want to be motivators. They want, they want to make a crowd happy. They want to get the crowd excited. I get in there and I step on their toes and they sit there and look at me going, oh, man, that's totally me. I don't do that. Oh, my gosh, I got to work on that. And it's difficult for a speaker. If you're, if you're not a seasoned speaker, it'll crush you. But for me, I know what's going on in their heads. I know what wheels are turning. I know, what, you know what's happening in there when they're going, okay, I've got to focus on this. 
The tough thing is when I see the two or three people in the room who are not going to accept it. They're not going to receive it. They're going to say, that's not me. I'm, I'm better than that. I'm not like that. You know, I always teach on leadership stuff. And so when I'm teaching leadership, my idea is to get you off of any pedestal that you've been on. If you put yourself there, if your team puts yourself there, I want you to come down because I want you to see leadership is not about being on a pedestal. Leadership is, is about putting your team on a pedestal and lifting them up and making them great. You know, I always say as a leader, it's your job to make your team successful, not the other way around. So I want to knock you down a little bit and say, okay, now let's take a look at it from down here. Well, most of the people will come with me. Most of the people will be humble enough to see that. Most of the people will be able to make those changes. Every now and then I'll get one or two people that are just offended by that. Oh, I can't believe you talked down to me like that. No, that's not the issue. The issue is you're not ready to understand that leadership is not about you having a title and you telling people what to do. Leadership is about you making your team successful. When you can do that successfully, when you can do that very well, then you get loyalty. When you treat people with dignity, then you get loyalty and you get a great team that will work hard. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to come to something like I teach, be prepared. Don't come in here thinking, well, I'm going to take a couple of nuggets. Understand that I'm going to probably agitate you a little bit because I want you to see I'm going to teach you things that you haven't been taught before. Once you get them, oh, my gosh, the greatest by far testimonies I have ever gotten in my whole life is when I teach the leadership stuff. Mm. When people get it, when they, I still I'm, I continue to get weekly comments on you know, direct messages from Twitter. I get emails. I get cards in the mail of people saying, this changed my life so much. And those are coming from people who actually were ready, were humble enough, and were able to say, okay, if I do these things, I change my leadership forever. So you're saying that when we go to an event, we should wear our steel toe boots. Yes, absolutely. Maybe even some Kevlar. You might need it. Yeah, there you go. For all the cuts that you might get. There you go. <laughs> All right. And uh, actually thinking about that, uh, I did kind of have in my mind when going to an event, I mean, uh, you probably can't speak about all events, but entree leadership is as far as like what you should wear. Is there any kind of uh, dress code that yeah. that would be good to follow? If they if they have a dress code, follow it. If they don't go comfortable, I mean, don't go in don't go in sweats and flip flops. I mean, <laughs> I mean, unless it's that kind of event. I mean, if it's it's the, if it's. If it's a business event, then at least go casual in my mind. But the truth is, it's not about impressing people with what you wear. Go with whatever you want to wear. I just, I just have a standard of I'm not going to go in there looking ratty, but I'm not going to go in wearing a suit and tie. That's, okay. that's not me. I'm not here to impress anybody with, with how I dress. I don't care what you think. Now, I have gone to many events where they say the, the dress code is business casual or the dress code is business. So I will go by what they ask. So if they're asking me to at least wear a suit, I'm wearing a suit. Chances are I'm not wearing a tie, but I'm at least wearing a suit. Um, if they're saying business casual, then I will dress nice. I will, I will dress business casual. But if I'm just going to an event and I'm going to be sitting there for hours, the last thing I want to be is uncomfortable. Hmm. I'm here. I'm paying you to teach me. Uh, you, you know, I'm the customer here, so I'm going to come in and I'm going to dress comfortably. If I want to wear tennis shoes, I'm wearing tennis shoes. If you want to wear flip flops, you want to wear flip flops. Just don't, you know, just choose how low you go. <laughs> I, I don't think show up ratty, but again, that's up to you. Okay. All right. That sounds great. 
Well, as we kind of wrap it up here, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add before before closing? Uh, just you, the whole topic of going to events, again, like I said in the beginning, if you're not growing you, forget it. You're going to stay exactly where you are. You've got to focus on growing you personally. And I feel so bad for people nowadays because they keep waiting for somebody to grow them. It's like people waiting on the government to take care of their finances. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And if you're sitting around waiting for your boss to grow you, you're going to be waiting forever. You've got to do something about yourself. You know, it's that old adage of, well, I'm not going to take any courses. I'm not going to do any events. I'm not going to do any stuff so that I can benefit my company. Way to go. You not grow you so that you can hurt them. So that when you leave in two years, you still don't have that information. I mean, that's just a horrid way of thinking. So you've got to be looking, how do I schedule one, two, four events a year, things that I'm doing, at least two events a year, minimum, minimum that you're doing to get out, to grow yourself, to grow your intelligence, you know, to grow your leadership, to grow what you're doing. If you're sitting out there and you're saying, well, I'm not a leader, you may be someday. It's very possible. So don't sit here now going, well, I'll wait till then before I start putting information in. It's the same thing with the financial stuff. When I was a kid, people told me, if you will just save 50 bucks a month, if you'll just save 100 bucks a month, and I kept saying, eh, my ship will come in. Well, now I've been you know, busting my butt to get my retirement and everything taken care of later on in life at a much greater rate. It's no longer worth, I can't do it at 50 bucks a month or 100 bucks a month. I have to do it in thousands because I, I didn't invest back then. Consider events investing in yourself. Consider events investing in your leadership. Consider invests, uh, it, keep saying this too much, events in investing in your future. If you do that, then it will absolutely change your future. Awesome. Uh, why, don't we, why don't you go ahead and uh, let everybody know where they can be able to get some more of you, be able to get in contact with you? Well, you can uh, go to chrislocurto.com. That's L-O-C-U-R-T-O. And that is the main web page. You can follow me at Chris Licurto on Twitter. And then also I've got the uh, Chris Licurto, uh Facebook page. But if you go to chrislicurto.com, you'll be able to get all the information. And I will be uh, relaunching my website soon and have all different events and, and ways to work with me and all that kind of fun stuff. Awesome. Well, I appreciate this, Chris. Thank you for your time. Absolutely, brother. My pleasure. That was definitely a fantastic interview, and I do hope that you enjoyed that. If you would like to see the show notes for this episode, you can go to simpleliving.us forward slash 007, and you can be able to see the show notes. Also, if you go there, you can be able to leave any comments or questions that you may have, or maybe you have some additional advice that you would like to give to be able to help me and others be able to prepare for going to similar events and so I would like to open that up for you as well there. If you have any other kind of feedback or if you have any other kind of questions or if you have any ideas for topics for for, uh, future show episodes uh, then you can go ahead and on the website you can click on feedback or you can send me an email feedback at qualitylivingmadesimple.com or you can even on the website there over on the right side you can be able to click on that and you can be able to leave a voicemail for me and you can be able to do it that way as well 
And so those are some different ways you can be able to leave that feedback for me. And then also I would encourage you to um, come back to the blog through the rest of the week. There are going to be additional resources that I'm going to be posting, uh, a couple other uh, articles that I found and some other resources as far as my take on it. Uh, so you'll want to come back for those. Also later this week I'll be posting some of my reactions and some of my uh, actions that I'm going to take. And so I'm going to I'm compiling a list. I have it mostly ready already, but I'm going to be uh, sharing that as far as far some action items that I'm going to have over here the next couple of weeks to be able to prepare further for this event and then also for after the event. And so be prepared for uh, some more posts regarding that as we get closer to the event and then after the event I'll uh, post some things as far as some things that I learned uh, I'm not going to give the whole thing away, but it's uh, going to be there at, at least, and so I'm going to be able to share some of the things that I learned from there. And so uh, stay tuned for that. And then also, if you would, uh, please make sure that you pass this on to your social circles. If you can share this on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and so forth, uh, you can uh, pass this on to your other friends and family. And so I'm sure that they would appreciate this uh, in this particular episode this would be a great one to be able to pass on to some co-workers and other uh, professional references that you may have and so they might enjoy being able to have this kind of content uh, perhaps they would uh, be thinking about going to an event or maybe they're already planning on it and they could have some help being able to prepare for that and so that could be a help and a uh, benefit to them and then also if you uh, would be able to. You can go to iTunes and you can be able to leave a review for me there. And so you can be able to give me how many stars you think that this show is worth and then write a, a short little review there for me. And so I would definitely appreciate that. On Stitcher you can be able to give me a thumbs up. And so I do appreciate everything that you guys have done to be able to support me in this show. And going along that thought, I do have on my blog um, some links for Amazon affiliates. And so if you click on that and you buy anything through Amazon, I will be able to get a small commission for that. And that will help be able to offset some things for this show. And so I don't want to be a burden on you, but if you happen to uh, be going to Amazon anyway to purchase anything, you can just... Uh, make a slight detour through my page and be able to help support the show that way as well. And I would definitely appreciate any help with that. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and we'll sign off. And I'm so thankful again that you took the time to be able to listen to this episode a little bit longer than we normally have. And But I believe that the content is definitely great and definitely worth it. And so... I do thank you, and I'll see you again next week.